Fair Edge live from the SEN Audio Hub here at Crown Casino. Come on down and say good day, trackside. All the shows here right throughout the day. Miles Fitzner with you. Joined alongside me is Tommy Haylock. All thanks. our fans have come and joined us, Miles. Oh, there's thanks stacks of them. Yep, thanks to Betfair. Get your Sharpie out. Get your I know sh- you carry it with you everywhere. <laughs> Didn't carry my glasses with me today. It's going to be a long day. Back, lay or trade on the Brownlow at Betfair. Chances are you are about to lose. And speaking of the Brownlow, who better to get in than the stats insider? Greg Buton's going to join us to talk all things Brownlow. Uh, good morning to you, Greg. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, mate. Oh, before we get stuck into your um, into your bets and your plays and how we're going to go about it, can we just talk about the market overall? How have you found it? Because essentially, right throughout the year, we've had sort of someone being a short or, or shortish price favourite right throughout the year. Does that make it more difficult or easier? It certainly makes it more difficult when you're modelling the brown low, just because so many names came into contention, especially late. So we definitely anticipate a really, really close finish. There you go. Um, you did Betfair as well, Miles and Greg. You can trade throughout the year. Also, it's um, not considered a live sport. So you can actually, throughout the count, Miles, you can jump onto betfair.com.au and, and trade and, and whatnot and have a bet, um, obviously, responsibly. Bontepelli, $3.10. Dacos, $3.05. Petraka, $6.80 at the moment. Butters, $7.40. Um, it'll heat up shortly, the market. Um, Greg, who are you with, mate? So, according to our modelling, we've got Dacos as the favourite, um, which probably isn't too much of a surprise. What we're a little bit worried about, though, is he might be a little bit too short on the exchange. So we're sort of looking elsewhere. We've got Pontempelli as a second favourite. We also don't think he's value. We're looking sort of more at your Zach Butters, Christian Petrarca. So they're the players. So you've got Pontempelli rated about $4.84. Um, Petraka rated $5.87 I'm reading here, Greg, but he's currently Petraka's currently around the $7 price, so he's a bet? Yeah, so we think he has probably the highest upside, just because he's the most likely to poll in the most amount of games Oliver missing a fair chunk of the season helps him out a lot here despite Melbourne's season ending poorly in the finals their home and away season was pretty good Um Petrack is an interesting one. We do have a lot of markets on betfair.com to do. We've got to poll in most games market there as well. So you reckon um, he might be the way to go, Christian Petracker. You can get a price there on betfair.com to do. Top five. Um, any bets for the top five, top ten markets? Yeah, so an interesting one. We've got Sarong as a pretty strong bet here. Um, I didn't realise he was suspended until I was putting this Brownlow report together. Uh, it was a dangerous tackle suspension too, which sort of feels like a bit of an unlucky one. But I ran the Sims without Sarong as suspended, and 10% of the time there's actually quite an awkward medal presentation. But where we think that the punters probably haven't caught on is that he's actually eligible for top five, top ten, and there's a fair bit of value for him there. He's rated at $1.88. You're currently getting $2.74, so you can jump on betfair.com to do you and take that. Leader after round 10s, always interesting bets. Um, Nick Dacos, short price in the market, so you don't rate him. So I think there might be a bit of a misunderstanding that Dacos has to be well ahead of the count at this time of the year because he doesn't play those final rounds. But actually has a really hot period between rounds 15 and 18. I'm not sure how this has affected the market, but we actually don't think that he is the greatest chance to be ahead at round 10, although we do have him favourite to be at round 10, but the odds are way too short. Who do you, who do you reckon can take that from him? Obviously, you can lay him at $1.79 on betfair.com.au, but if you're backing anyone in that market, who would it be? 
Yeah, so at this stage of the season, Clayton Oliver isn't injured. So he, we've actually got him right up there in that market. The other one is his teammate, Petrarca, and then the very consistent Jordan Dawson. Now, you mentioned two Melbourne players. You got a question? Yeah, well, I, I, well, no, I'll wait till the end for my question because right. it it's about Dacos and Bontepelli related. Fair enough. Um, you mentioned two Melbourne players there. They're going to poll, obviously, um, very high up in the, the polling. But Melbourne, are they the team for the most votes? Obviously, Collingwood uh, finished on top of the ladder, but you reckon Melbourne will poll well? Well, it's a little bit of a value play. Again, really, Collingwood we've got as the favourites to get the most amount of votes, which makes sense. Top of the ladder, game clear of everyone else. But at $3.50 on the exchange, we've only got Melbourne at $3. So there's a little bit of value there for Melbourne to have the most votes as a team. Greg, I've been getting a stack of messages of people that have got um, Dacos to win um, to end at some massive multis and also uh, Bontempelli to win for some massive multis. I know this is one without notice a little bit, but... It, when would the best time to lay both of those players look like? Like, when are they going to be the shortest in the run? Um, I would get five messages a day about people that have got these two as their last legs. So when do you think would be the best round to lay them after? So it's an interesting one. As soon as Nick Dacos gets injured... The, Everyone sort of seemed to jump off him and made Bontempelli a really, really strong favourite. But Bontempelli doesn't actually capitalise in that last month as much as he should have. The Dogs, it's not his fault either. He was probably the best player for the Bulldogs, but the Dogs have lost to Hawthorne, where Newcomb was clearly the best on. They lost to West Coast, where Cripps and Tim Kelly were probably the two better players. That's the reason why they won. So I don't think Bontempelli ends the season as strongly as some expect. But having said that, do the umpires look at Bontempelli as the best Bulldogs on the field and maybe give him a one or a two when he probably shouldn't have got that? Um, I'm not sure, but I probably would not look to back Bontempelli if he's not ahead by the last couple of rounds. Yeah, so I, I was sort of looking on the bet on the Brownlow Betfair predicted that maybe you'd, you'd want to try to lay Dacos out early. So say after round five or six, if he was if he was leading there, he looks like he'd probably shorten the most around round six. And then for Bontempelli, for me, it looked like it was going to be mid-year rather than waiting till later. Is that fair enough? Like it's going to be sort of like probably round seven to ten. Just just on that, Miles, Dacos hit a dollar sixty on Betfair, so that gives you an indication of how fancy and how short he got to at various parts of the season before he got his in- injured. So um, I'll throw it to you, Greg. But just before he gets injured, it's probably a fair time or halfway around the season. If he's well cleared by round 18, he might actually hold that, keeping in mind, though, that all of the contenders look to poll in round 24. So it could be a, could be a really close one. <laughs> yeah, well, I called that the Bulldogs-Geelong game, and if Bondapelli gets three in that, I'll eat my hat. Does, um, well, that's right. He, he should, like, if he gets three in that, then the umpires have just... It's ridiculous, because it was, it's a one-vote game, two at best. Yeah, so Rory Lobb was probably the best of the dogs there, but then you had Trelaw and Libba as well. But Bonson Pelly's right in there with those two. Um, Greg, I don't know if you've got this in front of you with your, your model, but the chances of a tied count. Oh, yeah, two or three-way. Have you got, yeah, the, so, got the market up for that? Yeah, so I actually had a look at what our model had said in the past for a tie winner. And this, this year is actually higher than previous years, but... We've actually got it at 17.8% or $5.62 for a tie. Uh, that's, that's two or three or four-way tie. In fact, in four simulations, we had a five-way dead heat. 
There you go. Where so I'll just read the odds out. Four dollars forty. So that's unders. So you can put up a price there, Greg at betfair.com.au. Greg, before we let you go, what's your one? What is your one money making bet for the Brownlow Medal or bets? See, I really like the Caleb Tarong one. I think the market might have missed a trick on that one. Yeah, Caleb Tarong. Just on that, before we let him go, all. Stats Insiders Brownlow tips are on the Betfair app, so you can download them. They'll be up this afternoon. Download the Betfair app, head over to the App Store and download that. All our expert tips, Miles, you might have a few tips go up on the Betfair app at some stage. So, Do I classify as an expert? No, that's on a separate section. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> hey, Greg, appreciate your time this morning, my friend. Go well and uh, best of luck tomorrow. No worries. Thanks, fellas. Greg Buton there, the Stats Insider.